In the moment, July 27, 1996, a bomb explodes at the Atlanta Olympics. In the moment is a production of Around the Rings, presenting slices of sound from the archives gathered across 30 years of Olympic coverage. I'm Ed Hula. The Atlanta Olympics were in full swing by day 10. Thousands and thousands of people filled downtown Atlanta in numbers never seen again. It was a joyous gathering in keeping with the spirit of the Olympic Games. But early the morning of July 27th, a bomb packed in a backpack exploded in Centennial Olympic Park, shattering the atmosphere of fun and celebration, but only temporarily. There were two deaths resulting from the explosion, and nearly 200 people were hurt. The explosion shut down the park for a few days, but not the Olympics, which proceeded on schedule. Mid-morning in Atlanta, about nine hours after the bombing, the IOC and Atlanta 96 officials held their second press conference of the day to share what they could about the attack. Appearing for the Atlanta Organizing Committee was Chief Operating Officer A.D. Frazier. On behalf of the IOC, Francois Carrard, Director General. Carrard was able to confirm the first of the two fatalities resulting from the explosion. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Following our earlier briefing this morning, uh, I would like to renew the expression of uh, the entire Olympic movement sympathy for the victims, for their families and relatives. And the Olympic movement has lost one of its members, a cameraman from the Turkish TRP television, Mr. Meli Uzunyol. We are in thoughts with his family. I may now give you a few more details as to the sequence of events as we had them, and then Mr. Fraser will be uh, adding a few other comments and then we'll be taking questions. The explosion was reported, I would say nearly immediately, to us by Mr. Fraser, to myself. Uh, that was around 1.30 or something like that a.m. Immediately, very shortly afterwards, I took the decision to wake up President Samarange, and uh, we did uh, begin with a number of consultations in permanent coordination with ACOG. I must say in this situation, the cooperation coordination worked out in spite of the tragic circumstances absolutely perfectly. Um, there were a number of consultations. There was a conference call with a number of officials, including White House, a state, city, and other agencies. The president consulted uh, with his senior members of the executive board, the IOC president. And uh, uh, the decision was then taken to see to it that the games continue in accordance with schedule, as we said, and that uh, silence is observed in tribute and homage to the victims, and that the Olympic flags are lowered at half-mast. In addition, the Turkish flag is also being lowered at half-mast uh, in tribute to Mr. Uzunyol. 
Then we came to the press briefing. Then the IOC Executive Board met at 6 a.m. this morning to hear a report by the President and by myself on what had happened since we got the first report from Mr. Fraser. The IOC Executive Board ratified the decisions which were taken uh, earlier. And uh, then we proceeded, uh, I would say, with our coordination commission at 8.30 a.m. this morning, uh, normally. We are satisfied to see that uh, several sports are, uh, competitions are taking place. The only problems are rain, if I dare say so, on some venues. Uh, later on this morning, uh, President Clinton called up uh, President Samarang, and there was another conference call. Uh, so I, all I can say is that in these very, very tragic circumstances, uh, I want to pay a tribute to the coordination, to the cooperation we had with ACOG, of course, but also with all other government and agencies involved, be it federal, be it state, and uh, city level. AD, maybe you want to. Thank you, Francois. Let me add on behalf of ACOG our deepest uh, heartfelt sorrow at the loss of life in this tragic incident. The name of the second victim uh, has not been released, and therefore we cannot disclose it here today. After consultations this morning, it was decided by uh, Billy Payne and others that the competitions should continue, President Samaranch and others, that competition should continue. And our staff was immediately galvanized to put together the plans to make sure that that happened with as little inconvenience to the athletes as possible. Um, our buses uh, were dispatched to the village to pick up the athletes, uh, and they were operational very quickly. I'm looking at the schedule here of the competitions that are going on. Uh, the, the competitions are, are scheduled to start on time and have started on time. Uh, there was a five-minute delay from 10 to 10.05 for basketball because of uh, delay in one team arriving there. Equestrian uh, dressage was uh, delayed uh, 30 minutes because of uh, athlete arrivals, which is, I hope you would believe is understandable. Other competitions are going on as planned. Obviously, there's an exception for baseball where there's a rain delay. Because of the situation in the environs surrounding this building and the streets providing shuttle service to the International Broadcast Center, the shuttle service from the Media Transportation Mall to this building and to the IBC was disrupted. We've reinstituted, as of this morning, uh, the shuttle for you to get to the Media Transportation Mall and thence to the Olympic Stadium and the, and the baseball stadium and other venues. Uh, please uh, uh, embark upon that uh, on Baker Street between Peachtree and Spring. The buses are there now. Uh, we will try to reinstitute the direct shuttle to the Olympic Stadium as soon as possible, but in the meantime, all of the shuttles from the Media Transportation Mall to the competition venues are operating.
I want to say a particular word of, of thanks to our staff and volunteers who worked tirelessly and remarkably. Uh, our volunteers uh, were here. They're supportive. They appreciate the gravity of the situation and yet reinforce the commitment to sustain this effort in the face of this tragedy. Our security procedures at the Olympic sporting competition venues are in place as they have been and will continue to be. Uh, I would point out that uh, the Centennial Park was not a sporting competition venue and therefore uh, did not, uh, it was uh, open to the public and was, uh, was not uh, part of the sports competition or, or uh, areas that we have uh, put extensive security precautions in. We continue to work on uh, maintaining the schedule of competition and the ingress of crowds. Crowd flow this morning has been uh, remarkable considering particularly the weather. Uh, the lines for queuing at our stadiums are, are moving, in some cases slowly, but they're moving. The patrons are understanding, and the competitions are going on uh, with the same intensity as you would expect from elite athletes. I think, uh, Francois, that, uh, that should conclude our remarks. Okay, thank you. I think uh, we will now take questions. Microphone, please. Huh? Way up there. Can either of you address uh, a couple issues? One, um, uh, have any athletes expressed any uh, interest to, to leave because of this situation? And two, um, and maybe this is something I will get secondhand, uh, has, was there any surveillance at all in the park and um, what is the situation with Centennial Park? Is it going to open or stay closed? I take that. I think as to the athletes, we are not aware of any athletes expressing uh, the desire to leave. I've heard uh, quite a lot of support from a number of athletes uh, for the continuation of the games. I think, uh, Adi, you will take the other two points. As to the surveillance of the park, I will not comment on that. Um, what uh, I can say about the park is that it, the park is, is closed temporarily uh, for the reason that uh, it is a, uh, an accident uh, investigation site and it will be uh, likely closed for the balance of this day and tonight. We are working with those who are involved in law enforcement to organize the opening or partial opening of the park particularly the part of it that is ingress uh, down International Boulevard from spectators uh, in the hotels and the MARTA stations coming down uh, through that uh, route getting to the Georgia World Congress Center complex. Are there specific, excuse me, are there specific instructions being relayed to volunteer security personnel uh, of the venues uh, in, in, uh, post this incident? Uh, increasing security. I'm sorry, I, I didn't understand. Are there what? Specific instructions. Yeah. Are there specific instructions being relayed to volunteer security personnel at the entrances to the venues? And what are those instructions? The instructions being given to volunteer and paid staff security and law enforcement 
are that uh, they will continue to operate in a combined team. Each uh, security uh, station involves both volunteers, our SDP program, paid staff, and law enforcement at each uh, checkpoint, each uh, magnetometer point. That's a combined team. Uh, they reinforce each other. The specific instructions were to be as thorough as they have been in the past and will continue to be, and to continue to operate on a team there, reinforcing each other's uh, position and responsibility. Yep. During the planning for these games, security personnel expressed some concern about the lack of security at Centennial Park. Why did ACOG or Atlanta officials take the course of action they did, and are you now sorry you made that decision? During the planning for uh, the development of uh, Centennial Park, it's important to remember the circumstances surrounding its opening. In the first case, uh, the 20 or so acres of that property were uh, underdeveloped and in disrepair. Uh, the opening of this as, a, as an open space was the purpose of the undertaking. Uh, the open spaces there are no different than open spaces anywhere. They provided a, an attractive place, as other spots uh, around do, both in and outside the city, for people to gather. <coughs> it was intended as a place for people to gather and enjoy the ambiance of the Olympic Games and the activities surrounding that. <coughs> it was not ever intended to be a competition venue and therefore was uh, implemented as planned. All the way. Uh, when the park does open, is it possible for people to go to the park with any sense of confidence that another incident like this won't happen unless you catch the culprit? And what can you say to people attending games, attending events here, that would inspire their confidence that they will be safe when they go to an Olympic venue, either outside the venue or inside? Let me speak to the sporting competition venues. I think you're familiar because you've seen it in this building and elsewhere. I'm sorry. No, go. Uh, that we are particularly attentive to the ingress and egress to our property by the Olympic family and by spectators. Those plans were laid out and have been implemented as planned with the cooperation of law enforcement, particularly at the local and state level, and the federal level as well. Uh, they were thoughtfully done and we think reflect a high degree of professionalism. It is for that reason that uh, for, for spectators and athletes and Olympic family members, press included, who attend our sporting competition venues and, and travel to and from them, we'd like to feel that it is indeed safe and we have uh, every confidence that it will continue to be. This over there. And off to there. Mr. Fraser, there have been a number of reports that <coughs> security personnel have uh, left their posts uh, over the past uh, few days because they were so dismayed with their living conditions. Can you confirm this, and has the number actually dis diminished uh, ahead of the explosion last evening? 
there's a very significant number of people involved in security at our venues. That group is composed of paid staff, volunteers, and the STP program. As was the case with a number of other startup operations that were uh, noted by you and others, uh, there were uh, people who came uh, from the STP program who were dissatisfied with their housing. The number was trivial. It was incidental compared to the overall number and commitment of the people who were here. Those incidents were unfortunate, but they were so small in relation to the overall operation as to not be uh, a significant factor at all. We have had astonishingly uh, uh, good cooperation throughout with the volunteers, paid staff, SDP, and law enforcement. And I think the staffing levels uh, have heretofore been uh, perfectly satisfactory. And frankly, uh, uh, the motivation of the people there has been extraordinary. And we're pleased with it as we now stand. In the early going, uh, there was some, uh, some misunderstanding about roles and expectations, but that was quickly dissipated. And as you saw with the opening of athletics uh, yesterday, uh, the operation seems to be working in fine form with well-motivated and well-informed and well-trained people. Over there. How close did you come to cancelling today's events? And do you feel that however good your security is at an event like the Olympic Games, if someone's intent on committing a crime like this, there's nothing that you can... Re I think that was your choice about that. <clears throat> well, uh, I think we never got close to cancelling the event. We consulted, we assessed the situation. You, of course, all know that in the middle of the night with all the uproar and uh, everything which was going through the city of Atlanta and the various reports, it was, first of all, we had to have facts and information. And uh, I think we, after, as I said, after consulting with his uh, senior executive board members, I think we very quickly agreed with ACOG that the game should continue on schedule. Uh, the explosion took place, did not take place in an Olympic venue secured, was not involving the Olympic Village, nor other venues. We rapidly heard that uh, the athletes were safe, and uh, we were and are still totally confident that uh, as far as the Olympic venues and sites are concerned, the games can proceed under the best circumstances. I think there was... Oh, yeah, okay. A question to Mr. Karar. Um, has I, IOC demanded any strict uh, safety measures, for instance, towards the members of the executive board of the IOC itself? And a question to Mr. Frazier. Uh, can you please say when would you expect the first the results of investigations from FBI? For obvious reasons, I do not wish to discuss the detail of security measures which are being asked or not asked. But I repeat again that the, the explosion, as we know now, was not directed at uh, Olympic uh, venues or Olympic officials. We have to deplore the death of this uh, member of our Olympic family who was apparently doing his job there as a 
cameraman of the Turkish television. Lady? Further on that, uh, I think it's obvious to all of you, as it is to anyone who views uh, these games on television or who has uh, seen the reports that you have written about the activities in the competition venues, that the Olympic Games have been so far anticipated, uh, attended by unprecedented numbers of people. Uh, as you saw the opening session of athletics, I don't think it's ever been that large. Um, people in the evenings in downtown have a spirit about them that is electric, that is astonishingly positive, that's fun, that's sharing, that is uh, celebratory and befit uh, the nature of the Olympic Games, particularly in Centennial. That spirit is, is palpable and it has been and it's, it's uh, carried over to our staff and volunteers and I think uh, they've helped make it so. We regret um, this incident and wish to know that we appreciate the spirit that has existed so far. Um, the, we're thankful for it. As to the results of the investigation, that's not our matter. Our job is to continue putting on the Olympic Games and to do so with the high degree of professionalism that you would expect. Uh, as soon as uh, law enforcement authorities have information about uh, the uh, investigation status, uh, we have agreed with them that they and we would convene here uh, with their presence here, and they would be the spokespersons for the results of that, not we. Over there. Um, Monsieur Carrard, given the uh, virtual impossibility of protecting an event this large and given the downside that occurs when an incident like this occurs, uh, do you think that this may discourage other cities in the future from bidding for an event the, the size of the Summer Olympic Games with all of the problems that it entails? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, again, we are living in a society in which uh, violence and uh, violent acts are not absent. Uh, this was in a totally open park. Uh, the device used, uh, uh, we cannot draw any conclusions now, but uh, I want to emphasize again that the security at the venues and uh, the Olympic Games are competitions between athletes. That's the definition of the charter. We consider the security at the venues as excellent. And uh, I've had a few contacts with uh, informally early morning some delegates of some uh, candidate cities. I didn't gather at all a lack of interest. Mr. Fraser, you were asked a few moments ago by a gentleman over here about the, uh, the security and the well-being of the Centennial Park area where the bomb exploded uh, last night, as well as the venues. You answered the question about the venues, which we know are manned by security devices, but you avoided uh, answering the part about uh, the confidence that people may have and when, in fact, you may reopen Centennial <clears throat> Olympic Park. That's, uh, I think, the most important part of this equation. Do you believe it'll just go on the way it was before this uh, explosion? <coughs> Thank you for reminding me about that. The Centennial Park, uh, when it reopens, uh, I don't want to speculate now on the procedures that will be used uh, in a security f nature. Uh, however, uh, we will make those announcements at or before the time the park is opened. The most important thing vis-a-vis -vis the park right now 
is to finish the investigation of the tragedy and to establish uh, uh, the opening schedule and to reinstall uh, the operation of the park. Uh, please know that, uh, that uh, as uh, Francois Carard said, uh, this could have happened anywhere and we will, uh, we will obviously want to take this obviously into account when, we, when the park is reopened, but I'll describe to you what we'll do uh, at that time. Can you confirm uh, there were no athletes amongst the injured as well? And also, can you give me some more detail on the timetable of events during the night? What time was the IOC conference and what time did you consult with the White House? Well, I think the reports as to the athletes are that they are all safe. I see, I think, because we always have to be careful until we have all finalists, but uh, we've had, as you may imagine, there was a meeting at 7 o'clock with all the chefs de mission attended by uh, Mr. Uh, Vasquez Rania, president of ANOC, the Association of National Olympic Committees, by Mr. Nebbiolo, president of the IAAF and of the Association of Summer Olympic International Federations and two of our vice presidents. And uh, the feedback we have from that report that all athletes appear to be safe. But until we have all list, we have to be, of course, careful. And I'm sorry, I forgot the second part of your question. The uh, timetable of events during the night, what time did you consult the IOC well, the board time and table the events, White House? I think I gave it roughly uh, immediately after the explosion. Eddie Fraser called me up. I waited for a while, uh, 10 minutes maybe, until I woke up President Samaranch. And by 2 o'clock, we were beginning consultations. The uh, phone conversation with uh, all the government and uh, various agencies, which was quite a thing to organize, took place around 3.40 or something like that. And the decision was taken immediately after that. And we came to announce it to you. Uh, we, were, we were here already around 4.30, but people could not get in. Yes, another one? One other point on operational time. Uh, You've stated oh, yeah. that the uh, park is not a secure area, but uh, there has been limitations on uh, broadcast media's uh, access to the park that I think has been administrated by ACOG. Um, who is responsible for security at the park? And with reference to your um, confidence in the security system overall, uh, there was the incident at opening ceremonies with somebody with a gun uh, obtaining access to um, the stadium. Uh, is there a security problem at these Olympics? No, I don't think so. Again, the yes, there was the incident at the opening, but the man was arrested, and that's what we call good security, uh, that these people should be uh, arrested. You can never avoid that someone sneaks through here or there in such a huge event, but I think security reacted very well. Uh, I will let uh, leave it up to Edith to answer the other part as to who is responsible for the security of the uh, Centennial Park. I want to add this, that the response, the response of the law enforcement and the medical uh, personnel uh, after that uh, tragic explosion was remarkable, was remarkable. In fact, they had already spotted, as I understand, the bomb in advance. They, we must all realize this took place 
It was Friday night, great celebration, end of the first Olympic uh, Games week. The, the young people were happy, celebrating, uh, great enthusiasm. There was this uh, concert, and uh, they spotted this package, and I think they acted very swiftly. And from the information we were given, it appears that they started moving people, but in a way to avoid any panic. Unfortunately, the device exploded, but if they had not reacted very swiftly, we might deplore today a, a higher, higher number of fatalities and casualties. So we are still totally confident. We don't think that this, this is a sort of incident which can unfortunately in our society today happen anywhere at any time. Eighty on the responsibility. The park is a state park and it is uh, under the uh, operation of ACOG and associated personnel while it is there. Security is, while it's during the Olympic Games, uh, the security is provided by a combination of forces, including uh, a number of state agencies and law enforcement personnel. The security or law enforcement surrounding the park is uh, provided largely by the uh, city of Atlanta. There's a combination of elements involved in it, uh, law enforcement inside, uh, private security inside, uh, and to some extent, although a very small extent, volunteers. Over there. I realize it's early in the investigation, but we have seen FBI agents spending a lot of time around a phone booth taking fingerprints, looking at uh, the ground around that phone booth as well. And we also understand that there is a 911 call that is being studied. Can you tell us if you have some strong leads so far and any details on the investigation? Thank you for the question. And with respect, I'd like to say that's not something that we will comment on. We will defer that question to law enforcement uh, whose province it really falls in whose province? Yes. Can you please tell us the damage to the buildings inside of Centennial Park? Which uh, sponsors' buildings have been damaged, or what is the damage to the state, please? Uh, it's too early to tell the uh, extent of the damage. Um, We'll uh, report on that later. Obviously, the most important concern at the outset is uh, life or loss of life and protection of the injured. Um, and we will, uh, we will discuss that uh, at a much later date. Yes, up there. Uh, Mr. Frazier, uh, at the press conference this morning, you told us that uh, security was being beefed up at the venues. And while that probably represents a nuisance for both spectators and press, I think it gives a level of comfort to everyone. However, during this press conference, I just received a telephone call from our reporter who's over at the Olympic Stadium covering the track and field event, who tells me that he and a number of other reporters were let in this morning without having to pass through the magnetometers. How could that kind of oversight possibly occur, and how could it possibly occur this morning? Uh, I don't know of the situation you described, and I can assure you that uh, there was uh, not an oversight there. I'll explore the facts and um, and make a judgment after I know them. Someone was raising hand up there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. I'm wondering if you have heard yet from AT&T and the other corporate sponsors in the park, and if you have, what concerns, if any, have they raised about security? 
uh, at IOC level, I'm not aware of any contact yet, but we've, we will reconvene uh, later this morning and uh, uh, I'm sure there will be some contacts uh, or there are already some contacts going on now. Do you have any other information? No. Yes, all we have. While you, uh, while you uh, say this was not a sports venue, um, you have alluded several times to the fact that this Centennial Olympic Park has become really the spirit of the games here in Atlanta. It's a place where people have come to celebrate the coming of the games to Atlanta. Um, aren't you worried that this, that someone is out there deliberately trying to destroy the Olympic spirit in Atlanta? Not so much the sports venues where you've got total control, but someone is out there trying to destroy the very spirit that's made the city come alive. I don't think there is any act, however heinous, that could destroy the spirit of the people who have attended these games. In my life, I have never seen such a manifest, enthusiastic participation and a sense of celebration in my life. With the sadness that surrounds the death of an individual or two individuals and the injury of others, obviously that is tempered. What uh, I doubt seriously if there was uh, is, is some uh, particular intent to destroy that spirit, I wouldn't speculate on why someone would do such a terrible thing, um, and certainly not here. I think we'll take maybe two more questions. Yes? I'd like to ask this to AD. Um, you, regards to the comments you made earlier about how the park was conceived as an open space, uh, in the process of doing that, could you comment on any internal debate that went on in ACOG as to, uh, despite that, whether it, the threat of terrorism that exists in general today would mandate that you have the sports venue type security at the park with all the people there? And also, could you comment if that debate has in any way been renewed this morning? I didn't understand the second part of your question. If that uh, is being discussed again today. When the park was uh, conceived, it was uh, conceived because uh, we believed that it would benefit the celebration of the Olympic Games. It would be a place for people to gather, along with other places in downtown Atlanta, in and around Olympic venues, and a place for celebration and relaxation. A park uh, a situation not unlike uh, the Storgata in Lillehammer or uh, the Plaza España in Barcelona, a place where people come and gather and share experiences with each other to celebrate being at the Olympic Games. That was a concept. In the early going, there was, uh, was some concern, but principally about crowd control, crowd movement. And if that's what you're referring to, that was discussed. <coughs> to be sure, as we evaluated that, you will note that in the original transportation plan, we had planned to have uh, spectator buses moving up and down Techwood. And as we evaluated the potential for uh, uh, traffic circulation and spectator uh, uh, problems, we moved those buses off and have essentially turned the, turned the entire area over, both inside and outside the park, for pedestrians, uh, spectators only. That was the source of the discussion. How should we treat the traffic circulation in and around the park and within the park? 
over here, and then the final will be there. Yes. Um, since you appeared earlier this morning, it's been reported that uh, Vice President Gore, in his capacity of the head of the commission overseeing Olympic security, uh, had expressed some dissatisfaction when he visited at the end of the last week with a relaxation, as he saw it, of security surrounding the Olympics. Uh, could Mr. Frazier tell us whether he's aware of that uh, opinion expressed by Mr. Gore to any member of the ACOG staff? I'm not aware that the Vice President expressed any such concern as that or any dissatisfaction. Uh, the Vice President and other members of the national government and state and local government and ACOG have been in constant contact since the very beginning on how we would coordinate our efforts uh, to provide uh, the best environment we could. Uh, the Vice President has been here and has uh, explored our operation. He was tasked by the President to do that principally as a means of focusing uh, the association with these Olympic Games of the national government, the federal government. As you know, there's a substantial uh, cohort of, uh, of troops here, a substantial uh, uh, number of federal troops here. There's a substantial number of uh, federal employees who are volunteers. Uh, a number of the, uh, of the uh, activities here are national in interest, and therefore uh, and, uh, that was the reason enough for the vice president's uh, interest here. Uh, we have uh, worked very closely with them, and I'm aware of no uh, criticism uh, of our efforts on the part of them or others. And the last one. Will fans who feel unsafe about the venues be able to get ticket refunds? And if yes, what is the procedure for that? Please say again, venues. Will fans who have tickets to the venues who feel unsafe be able to get refunds? And if yes, what is the procedure for that? I must tell you that as of today, when I, we checked this morning, uh, the spectators to these Olympic Games were expressing with their presence, their confidence in our operation. They are coming. The only reason to, that they've slowed down at all is because of the rain in some cases. Uh, but the attendance uh, has been remarkable. The number of people moved on MARTA has, uh, has been remarkable. So I think uh, the uh, spectators' focus is best expressed as you see them show up at competition venues. And but for the weather, I think uh, the attendance has been remarkable. Thank you. Well, as we told you, uh, if there are new facts and clues, I think uh, uh, new briefings would be convened with the spokesman of the law enforcement agencies. That's A.D. Frazier, the chief operating officer of the Atlanta Olympics, speaking at a press conference the morning after the July 27th bombing at Centennial Olympic Park during the 1996 Games. While a security guard at the park came under intense scrutiny as a suspect, law enforcement eventually realized he was not who they were looking for. The culprit, Eric Rudolph, was captured seven years later and is now serving a life sentence in federal prison. Centennial Olympic Park would open three days later with new security measures in place to prevent another such attack. The park has become a fixture in downtown Atlanta since the 1996 Olympics and just went through an expansion and renovation but it's also become a casualty of the coronavirus pandemic. For the time being, this legacy of the Atlanta Olympics is closed until further notice. In the Moment is a production of Around the Rings. I'm Ed Hula. For 30 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is aroundtherings.com.